Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Providence, Southern New England Sports Original. Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm jumping around and the Southern New England Sports Original 1037 WEEI. This is Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401 737 1287. All right, welcome into the Mark and Kitchen Show. Mark Dondero, Scott Cordishi with you this morning. Scott, good morning. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for jumping in. I don't know what happened to Kitch. Uh, you boys under the weather. Little, thought he was going to try to pull an MJ, but he couldn't get it, couldn't get it up in time. So uh, that's okay. Thanks for jumping in for uh, for Ben, who, um, you know, is one soft. Of the is that what you guys to say? Is soft. Other than today, <laughs> no, no. <I'm> not... <laughs> all right, all right. Um, a lot to get to. Obviously, Scott, you were talking about it with Nick, and you know, I, I don't know if I want to call it a big week in Foxborough that. It's, it doesn't feel right to say something like that. But the, the report that I know you guys were talking about and, um, you know, we're probably thinking about how you were going to bring it up all week long and Tom Curran coming out and saying that it was essentially, I don't want to say a done deal, but, you know, he's heard that they've pretty much concluded, and I'm paraphrasing, that at the end of the year, Bill Belichick will be uh, no more in terms of the Patriots head coach. And I just want to offer my opening take in terms of reacting to that report. And you can respond to what what I say here my takeaway from what kind of unfolded since the pregame of the army navy game and you know what I'm talking about where Pat McAfee brought up yep uh whatever he said that you know we I don't we know envy what to you're going to do this offseason yeah correct so to me and I could be dead wrong here but to me um and admittedly somebody that's not as close to the situation obviously as Tom Cur- Curran or even you know, Pat McAfee's got a million connections and he does this full-time, national, all those things. To me, that meant, you know, they, they opened the window, Pat McAfee specifically, um, that they know some stuff that they either don't report or, because we all know this, you know this, I know this, 
sometimes we catch wind of things that we can't really say yet or talk about in general on the air publicly etc i'm assuming and again could be dead wrong that this is one of those instances and people behind the scenes the illuminati they know things pat mcafee knows things about what's going to go down and my takeaway from tom curran's report is that he also knew things and was abiding by some of those principles where you know I, I've heard stuff, but I, I, it's not the time to come out with that at this point. But then when Pat McAfee said what he said and people started reacting and people started speculating based on those comments and those comments were borderline explosive, if you want to call it that, then Tom Curran felt the need um, to come out at that time. I, I'm assuming that's why he didn't come out with what he said right after Germany and he waited until this other thing sort of emerged and then he kind of told us what he's been hearing or what he heard definitively. So it's by and large, the overall, it says to me, Bill Belichick will be done at the end of the year. And people have known that, but for whatever reason, they just didn't want to make it public yet. But now since McAfee said that it's starting to come out and now the, the truth is starting to become unveiled. That okay. was my takeaway. Your okay. reaction to that. And and I, I don't disagree with that. Here so a couple of things here. Number one, so what you're saying was Tom Curran was being reactionary, that he had the story earlier but decided to sit on it. Uh, maybe because he was sworn to secrecy, whatever the case may be. But when McAfee came out, it became national news. He's like, shoot, I've had this. I need to come out and say that I've had this. Okay, so I, I get that. Here's what I would say, that, though. Okay, as a reporter, okay, yes, many times in my life, particularly when I was in the sports radio business full-time, I'm not anymore, but when I was in the business full-time, would I be told stuff off the record? Yes, I would. But when it's off the record with me, it's off the record. I will not come out at any point and say it, okay? So if it's off the record, it's safe with me. I am not going to release that publicly, okay? So mm-hmm. if Tom Curran was given this after the game in Germany against the Colts, hey, off the record, Tom, this is Bob Kraft speaking, Jonathan Kraft or one of their underlings, off the record, we're letting Belichick go at the end of the year, then that stays off the record for me in perpetuity. I mean, it, I, I, that never changes, regardless of whether or not McAfee comes out and says what he says or not, okay? So it's either on the record or off the record. If it wasn't off the record when Curran got it, then I have no idea why he chose to sit on it for this long. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. If you got it from a source and it wasn't off the record back a few weeks ago, you should have come out with it then. That That's the issue that I have. Either it's on the record or off the record. If it's off the record, it stays that way. Or... If it's on the record from a source, come up with it. All right, that's fair. I, I'm just saying I've never been, um, and I'm, I'm certainly not trying to speak for Tom Curran. Or, or I'm just analyzing from afar, and I've never been an insider. You know, I've never been a beat reporter where I'm trying to dig for information. You know, I used to cover the team as a beat reporter from a TV perspective, which if you know, if you know the bit, it's not the same thing as being sort of an insider or a guy that's trying to cultivate relationships to break story. I wasn't trying to break news necessarily. So that's a different world that I don't know as much about. But I do know that every now and then you do come across some things um, that, you, you know, you're not, you know, maybe it's, you're talking about on the record, off the record. I'm assuming whatever, whoever said something or whatever they said, they didn't say to Tom, this is off the record. I'm assuming it was always on the record. But maybe it just didn't feel like something that he should put into a report at the time. 
But then when McAfee said what he said, he couldn't help but, you know, want to chime into what he knew or to shed some light on his perspective on the situation. Um, Mark, if you're a Patriots beat reporter and you get that and it's not off the record, you've got to report it. That's huge news. The Patriots have made the decision to move on from Belichick at the end of the season. You're a Patriots beat reporter and you got that and you choose not to run with it. Why? You're not doing your job. I know. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I just, I'm trying to explain. I don't know. I mean, you're talking about the end of Belichick. You know, that's, that's a touchy subject. Not just for Belichick, for Kraft, for all the, you know, this is a, especially if you're talking about a reporter um, that's made his life covering that team. That's not something you want to be too early on. That's not something you want to get wrong. I, I don't know. Um, do you, who do you think I don't know. Sp- just, how about the McAfee this. thing? Did the let McAfee me- thing feel like he knew something though? Yes. Or was he just. It, it did feel like he knew something, but let me ask you this. Do, do you think the source was either Bob or Jonathan, or do you think it was somebody underneath them? I think it was somebody underneath them. I, I just don't know what would what would make Jonathan Kraft make a comment to Tom Curran about they've already concluded or decided what is going to happen with Bill Belichick. It doesn't make any sense that one of them would say something like that to Tom Curran. Here's what I, I mean, would say. I, I, would I don't say know. But whoever the source feels was, like. whoever the source was, I say shame on them. I, I think Bill deserves better, regardless of how you feel about the guy. Okay, and I know he can be gruff with the media. He can be an a hole when he wants to be. I just don't feel like this guy deserved that. So I, I say shame on the source whoever put that out there to Tom Curran or McAfee if he got it too. You know, I I I just feel like Belichick deserved for it to end better than this. It's a tough, yeah, and this is where it's all sort of coming to a head. In ter- you, you, br- you brought up his personality. You brought up how he handled the media. Now that it's gone bad and they're 3-10, they're and 10, it does feel like some of that is impacting his legacy. Now, I've always been, I've asked this question to Ben. I've always been in the camp that you can't touch his legacy. You can criticize him for what's going on now, but the legacy stays intact because of what he did and because of what he accomplished with Tom Brady, and I don't care that it was more Brady than Belichick, the legacy stays intact. But now, um, I don't know. If they continue to struggle, and then if he goes somewhere else and that team struggles, it will be more of a complicated legacy than I ever thought or imagined that it would be. So, you know, it's a very interesting situation. Um, No, he didn't deserve something like this. But I can't sit here and say that I'm shocked that something like this would come out, especially when you consider how bad they've been and, you know, just the length of how many more games there are to go in the season. You're going to have speculation. You're going to have whispers. People are going to do what they need to do and say things that maybe they want to have back or say things that they've been trying to say for a long time. I'm not shocked something like this came out, though. I will I will agree with your first point. Uh, I don't think his legacy is affected at all by it ending this way, nor do I think it would be impacted greatly if he went somewhere else and did not succeed. Look, it ended for Don Shula. It ended for Tom Landry. They didn't get quote-unquote fired. You know, it was a mutual parting the ways, whatever you want to do it. The fact of the matter is, do we look at their legacies any any differently now? I mean, they're both long since passed. 
Do we think that Don Shula was not one of the greatest coaches in NFL history? Do we think that Tom Landry was not one of the greatest coaches in NFL history because it ended poorly for both of them with their respective franchises? No. We think very highly of them in the job that they did. And by the way, neither one of those guys won six freaking Super Bowls as a head coach. So I think Belichick's legacy is safe. And you know what else? Yeah, I was thinking of this too. When you think about I mean, this city – this region has seen an unprecedented amount of championships. Okay, we know that. We don't need to explain that. Yep. But when you think about it, whenever whenever a great head coach, a championship-winning head coach, a, a wildly successful head coach, whenever that tenure ends, does it ever end well? Does it ever feel good? I mean, think about it. You know, even Terry Francona didn't end well here. Um, John Farrell didn't really end well here. He was having an affair. It was kind of messy. Chloe Julian, it got a little, you know, they got rid of him at the end. It was yucky. Doc Rivers, I'm not sure what happened. He kind of lost the team. They weren't as good as what they were. I mean, it never ends well when a, when a good championship, I mean, when a coach's tenure ends, period, it never ends well. But that goes as well for a, a coach that won it all. How about a coach that didn't win it all but was wildly successful? Did it end well for Ed Cooley? I mean, not really. There was whispers nope. that he was flirting with Georgetown, and then he ended up leaving, going into a rival in the conference. Like, it never ends well. So I don't need to be all that, you know, depressed that it's not going to end well or that, you know, there might be a few hard feelings hanging around when Belichick's time with the Patriots does come to an end because that's just how it goes. Let's get a trending. Devo's going to get us a trending. Uh, when we get back... You know, if it does not end well, what does that mean for the legacy of Kraft and Belichick? What are your memories, and how will you remember Bill Belichick if it comes to that and if this is the last season with the Patriots? More on that. I also want to get into the Celtics, Scott, and some of the things going on with that team. A few conversations to be had there. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show. Scott, in for Ben today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 